Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Summer Mulder, who is the founder and CEO of The Draw Shop. She is also the host of the podcast show, Backstage Business. Summer, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen. So happy to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so glad. Uh, I know um, offline we were talking about how we had to reschedule because just a lot of things are going on in your area right now. (laughs) There's a lot, as if there's not a lot going on in the world, like as it is. Yeah, there was a lot going on here, but it's all good now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm so glad that we were able to reconnect again. So for people that are getting to know you for the first time, Summer, share a quick snapshot of what's going on in your life right now. So, uh, yeah, I am the founder of The Draw Shop. I actually just acquired the full business uh, last year. So I had a business partner that, thank you. So um, that comes uh, with a bunch of learning lessons, I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I founded the business probably about 12 years ago with my co-founder at the time. And um, we, we saw a big need for people to clarify what their message is and how they put that out there into the world so that people Mm. understand what they do and how they make their life better. So um, we found that whiteboard videos were a really amazing way to do that. We'd seen one, and I think there might've been one other company at the time. And so we started this business and uh, it's been going strong for 12 years now. Wow. That is a long time to be in business. I think some people are lucky to even make it halfway. So halfway of the 12 years. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Let's talk. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to say it's been fun. It's been fun ride. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the whiteboard animation video, because I think watching those types of videos are the coolest things because you just want to follow like where the hand is going and and it's being animated. So how did you come across um, this opportunity to be like, hey, we're going to tell a clear message and we're going to do it through whiteboard animation? So actually, um, at the time I was a copywriter and a ghostwriter Mm. and I was writing for a client and that client led me to meet my future business partner. And when I met him, he had sent me during our conversations and working with this client together, he'd once sent me a video and it was a whiteboard video and it was Mm -hmm. Dan Pink's Ted talk turned into a whiteboard video Mm. and I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. And I, at the time was writing long video sales letters for clients, all kinds of copy. I mean, it was just like, I I just knew that watching this, hearing the words with really good copy would nail it for so many people. And nobody was really doing it at the time. And so my business partner at the time was like, I, I think I can find some people to help us do this. If you can write the copy, I can edit. I've got this artist. And we just threw one together for a oh. client of mine that needed video. And then when that converted, he's like, you guys, that just like doubled in conversions compared to my control video. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're onto something here. And yeah. so we just kept going. And before we knew it, people were asking for it and, and wanted 
video. And we were like, oh my gosh, I think maybe we need to incorporate and turn this into a video because at the time it was a side gig Mm -hmm. and then it became a video company. And we were like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. No, I think that that is uh, awesome because, you know, they say a picture says a thousand words, but uh, a moving picture probably says more than a thousand words. And uh, and so I think that is yeah. very fascinating um, how you were able to find the opportunity. And obviously with the feedback and the, you know, the return on investment on that, it was like, oh, yeah, we should definitely uh, run with this. I am curious because you have been running your business for 12 years now, and that means that you were around before YouTube became a big thing. So I'm yeah. curious if um, there was a dramatic shift in your business when YouTube started popping up and, and becoming a big thing. You know, in, in a couple of ways it did because because of YouTube, people started, people started doing these videos a lot, especially Mm. when it came to, um, video sales letters and about videos for, for their homepage. And so the question we would always get was, well, now, now these videos are, are like everywhere in the internet marketing world. People are seeing it a lot. Are you guys worried that, you know, nobody's going to want that type of video anymore? Mm-hmm. And so it worked really well for us. And then it definitely became, Hmm, that is interesting. We need to, we need to think about this. And I think at the core of it is it really, it just kept working. It's kind of like this kind of interaction. It just works. Cartoon Mm -hmm. works. There's so many things that we still do. People still do presentations with PowerPoint and this there's, there's just ways of doing it better and better. And at the end of the day, we're always saying it's about getting your message across. So YouTube helped us a ton in terms Mm -hmm. of getting exposure and getting Mm. case studies because people now are able to put their video out there and get tons of views. So we can use that as a case study. And also, (laughs) you know, by the way, it also really helped their business, but also in, um, in a way of getting people to explain stuff that's not necessarily marketing or Mm. an advertisement, but just, I need to communicate to my team. I need to, um, I have training videos. We have to tell everybody how we're doing things differently. And this way was just a really effective way. And of course, being able to host it on YouTube and <laughs> send it out is super yeah. helpful. So yeah, I think um, in the in the long run, it definitely helps. Yeah, yeah, I think YouTube has been um, the uh, ultimate equalizer for a lot of people. I think when it comes to getting exposure, especially through video, oh, yeah. I wanna I wanna get into um, a little bit about. What, what does it mean to have a clear message? Because I think of, you know, my fellow entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs are like, oh, I have this amazing thing I want to put out there and it doesn't always come off the right way. So how do you communicate, you know, to your clientele on how to create a clear message? So we like to, one of the first things we'll start with, we, we'll just call it like your elevator pitch. And we actually mm-hmm. have, you know, a service where we provide people to clarify what that short pitch is because, at the very, when we go to look at a business or we communicate with somebody, you really first want to know, I mean, honestly, we want to know how are you going to make my life better? Like, is Mm. it worth talking to you any further? And a lot of times people go on and on about like, you know, it's a family owned business and this is how we started and this, there's this whole long story, which is great once you get into the longer conversation, but really at the heart of it, people are like, I have a problem. Can you solve it? How are you going to do it? And is it going to make my life better? So that's like the main thing that we try to help people with is what are people really struggling with? And not just that surface problem of, hey, I I need a new lawn because uh, I need to save on my water bill. So can you get me some turf? It's more like, no, I really want that feeling of driving up to my home and feeling proud. And when people Mm. come to my home, I want that 
maybe it's an ego thing, but I want to feel proud. I want to feel like, yeah, I want to impress people. And that's the real thing that they're going after. And sometimes businesses kind of are talking about that surface problem rather than the real problem that somebody wants fixed. And so it's really just clarifying identifying what that problem is, clarifying how you do it in simple, simple terms. This is how we do it. And then how's it going to make my life better? Let them see themselves in that transformation. So if you can clarify those three things, Mm. then people go, oh, I get it. You're really addressing the things that they care about most. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. You are essentially helping um, business owners paint a picture for their clientele to see themselves in, um, you know, purchasing their product or service. Uh, I think, um, I think maybe back then, I mean, I don't know if this ever worked, but you know, if you do share in your bio of your company, like, oh yeah, we're a family owned business. We've been around for so long. Uh, Tell tell me, Summer, has that ever actually worked for anyone to be like, oh yes, like I want to buy from this company because they're telling me about their background and their history and, and all that stuff? Not really. (laughs) I mean, it's about what can you do for me now? I think it comes up later. It is something that might come up later when you say, hey, you know, I'm investing in this software company. How long by the way, love what you guys do, love that you can solve my problem. How long have you been in business? And I want to make sure you're going to stick around because if I'm going to invest all this money, I want to make sure, but it's a later, it comes after. Mm -hmm. So when you're first when you're first interacting with somebody, you've got to be clear on what it is that you do, because that's, what's going to take them to, you know, essentially turn the page. When I was a ghostwriter, it was all about what do we write on this page to get them to turn to the next page? You want them to keep going, keep going, keep going. But in Mm -hmm. in order to do that, you first have to hook them in. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, just a philosophy. I, I usually comes up in my head when I'm trying to uh, connect with people and it goes something like, you know, people won't express interest in you unless you express interest in them first. And so if you um, show them, just like what you said, if you can show them that you can solve their problem, if you can paint that picture that, you know, they can be in that story where their problems are solved, then um, like you said, and I think that's very interesting. I, you're the first person I, I, I've talked to who's described it in that way where you can talk about your history later, you know, that can, if anything, that'll solidify, you know, the initial stages of like, this is what we can do for you. And why? Because we have this history of A, B, and C. Yeah, exactly. We all have stories and they are interesting, but it's uh, right at the beginning to just go right into it. It's, it's, you know, it's like second date material. Like we'll get there, we'll get there, but let's first like get you hooked in and want you to continue on with me. Yeah, definitely. So I know you've been in business for over 12 years, uh, but tell me a little bit about what got you to be into business for the first in the first place, because I know your background is in copywriting and sales letters and ghostwriting. What what led you to to get into the draw shop and be like, I'm going to create this business. And of course, eventually it turned into um, the whiteboard animation videos. So I did have a business, um, probably in my early twenties, I was with my first husband and we had a business together. We sold that business, then, um, got divorced. Mm. Um, and that led me into doing some freelance work. I had two young babies. So it was like, okay, what am I going to do where I can work from home, be with the babies, get my life together, (laughs) that type of thing. (laughs) And I'd always been, I would say I'd always been entrepreneurial, even in the jobs that I held in, Hmm. in college and in my early twenties, it was, I took I took ownership of my position and it was kind of, I always saw it as like my own business within this business. And it was really important to me. And I just started to notice like 
I can do this stuff. And, and I know that I want to have my own, my own gig, my own thing. And even when I had a business with, with my ex-husband, it still wasn't, didn't feel like my own. And it wasn't something that I'd really come up with. So I learned a ton with that, mm-hmm. but it was, it was starting to do that whole, the freelancing and it, that became my own business. But the problem was, is I was the only person that could deliver on that. It wasn't something I could scale because it was all mm. of my talent and I was getting spread thin. And um, when I met my business partner at the time, I would say he really was the one that encouraged me. It was kind of like something I was thinking about, mm-hmm. but then really said, let's just do it. And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Why not? And since then I've really grown a lot. I mean, you, you can't help but grow as, as an entrepreneur yeah. when you're, you know, after all these years. And just, I just love it. I love business. I, I love learning new things. I mm-hmm. love learning what I don't like to do and, <laughs> and outsourcing that. You know, there's, there's so many things, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that transition because you mentioned uh, the transition of when you decided to buy out your partner. Um, looking back, do you, would you have, would you have done it all over again without a partner or were you appreciative that you did have a, a partner, a partner in the initial years of working and, and starting your business? I'm really glad I had a partner mm-hmm. and he's, he's still like my really good friend. And I feel, I feel like there's things I wouldn't have had the courage to do without that support. And I feel like we balanced each other really well. I think there's things he wouldn't have done without my support. So Mm -hmm. we really cheered each other on. And I think it's, it's actually, you know, starting a business can be very lonely as an entrepreneur when you are doing it on your own. And there's so many challenges and there's people you might be able to talk to, but when you have someone that's got skin in the game with you, what a difference it makes. And mm-hmm. especially if you complement each other and, and one is more skilled in one area than, than you are and vice versa. So, you know, so many people have told me that had started businesses and they were the only person they would say, you are so lucky. Do you know how lucky you are? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, now I've got this, this whole team. And so it's great and it's exciting, but I feel like I needed that in the beginning in yeah. order to be able to go off on my own. Yeah. You know, I think that um, there's a lot of different schools of thought when it comes to starting a business. Some people prefer to just run it on their own and hire people or have a board um, to guide them, you know, in in making the final decisions. But I I think it's great how in your situation, um, it made sense for you to have a partner. And that was really the um, foundation that you needed to be where you are today. So, uh, so shout out to your former partner (laughs) having (laughs) helped you really establish the jaw shop. How does it feel now? I mean, you've been um, running the company essentially on your own for over a year now, from what I understand. What has that experience been like for you? Um, all the emotions. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say at the very beginning, it was like, oh crap. Well, actually, I would say in the beginning, it was kind of like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. And then it was a little bit of, oh crap. <laughs> and, and then it was like, I, what it did was open up all of the parts of me that needed to grow more. Mm -hmm. And it really, it really catapulted me into learning things that I probably would not have learned had I not Mm -hmm. been in this position. I would have relied on my business partner or somebody else. And um, it's been, I feel like in a weird way, even when the whole pandemic started, it even more started to shift. It was like, wow, I'm really on my own, you know, doing all of this. Yeah. I had my team and everything, but still being a leader in a whole different way, but it's been, 
Like I, I, it's been so awesome. I feel like we've actually, we're stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. Um, we're more connected than ever as a team. And it's actually like, it's, it's like when you go through that, like morphing where you're like, Oh, this is hard. This is icky. This is a stretch. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Was this the right choice? All of these different things. And I'm kind of like on that other side now looking back going, I'm so glad I did this. I'm so glad. And it's really opened up new doors and new opportunities for us that I think wouldn't have been explored before. Yeah. I think that's powerful and uh, yeah, no better way to propel and grow than to run a business on your own. I mean, obviously you have a team, but to not have a partner anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Summer, tell me, what are you at this point, 12 years into your business? uh, Tell me, what are you most proud of so far? Uh, Because this is not the end. You're still running strong and you're still moving forward. Uh, But in the meantime, what are you most proud of? You know, I think it's, it's our customers, it's our clients. Mm -hmm. It's being able to, it's seeing that they walk away doing business with us or continue to do business with us because they are in a better position than they were when they found us. Mm -hmm. And that to me continuously makes me proud. And we have, you know, we, our team cheers each other on. So when we get these testimonials or people saying, holy cow, you guys knocked it out of the park. Mm. You did this for us, whatever those things are. That's what makes me proud. It's like what we're able, how we're able to impact other businesses and essentially the people and the leaders behind those businesses. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Can you share, and you don't have to mention names or companies if you don't want to, but what is your, what has been your let's say most favorite client so far that you've had the chance to work with uh, as of late? Oh my gosh. There's so many. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not to pick fair birds, but (laughs) no, no, it's, it's all, you know, gosh, we have so, uh, this one is sticking out to me just because it was super fun, but we got to work with poopery, you know, poopery. Super, super fun. Yeah. yeah. And we do, I mean, we have so many fun clients. Um, we've gotten to working with Netflix, working mm. with, um, Hershey's working with a lot of big, um, what's really fun is working with big biotech companies, especially now because there's so many different forms of testing and things going mm. on and making it fun and interesting to learn. So, um, they're, they're just, the people and the teams that we've come become really close with because we get to be such a big part of their, an important part of their communication. It's just awesome. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. And it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Summer, thank you so much for being with me today and talking a little bit more about the draw shop. I actually didn't really touch upon this, but real quickly, what is your podcast, the backstage business about? So backstage business is really going behind the scenes and hearing people's real stories of how they got to where they're at, the icky, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the super, I can't Mm. believe I'm talking about this live stuff, but it's, it's, you know, getting, giving people an insight so that they feel like I'm not alone Mm -hmm. and, um, giving them really tactical advice when it comes to building a business and especially marketing. We love talking about marketing. Oh, I love it. And uh, before we go, uh, because all good things must come to an end, uh, to our listeners uh, who are small business owners and entrepreneurs and hopefully um, aspire to build a business such as yours, what is a parting piece of advice you want to share to our listeners? Oh my gosh. The moment that you think I can't do this anymore, if you can push through that, that's when the magic happens. So stick Mm. with it. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, Summer, thanks again so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure having you today on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thank you so much. This was so fun. 
Yeah, I had a great time. So again, to our listeners, this is Summer Mulder. She is the founder and CEO of The Draw Shop, also the host of the podcast show Backstage Business. You can learn more about her and her business at thedrawshop.com. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.